You're listening to the Sportsman's Nation Podcast Network brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Interstate Batteries has been a proud supporter of the Sportsman's Nation since day one. So if you're looking for any type of batteries, whether it's for your truck, your car, your trail cameras, your rangefinder, stop into a local Interstate Batteries retail location. There are thousands upon thousands of them all over the United States. Talk with a battery specialist and get the batteries that you need to go on with your life. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. What's up, guys? My name is Parker McDonald, and I'm your host, and you are listening to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Parker McDonald, and uh, we have a fun episode for you today from Deer Camp um, in Kentucky. So uh, I've got some guys from uh, that are a part of camp. None of us have killed a deer yet in Kentucky. I just got here tonight, but uh, we just got done recording this podcast, and I think it's a fun one. It's a, it's a, it's a good one, a lot of good guys on here. Um, but before we get into that podcast, I want to remind you guys that you can check out ScreeGear.com and you can use the code SOUTHERNGROUND at checkout and that will save you 10% on your order. I'm really excited about Scree. Like, I have been using it to death lately and uh, unfortunately I don't get to use a lot of my cold gear stuff this week like I thought I would for a rut hunt in November in Kentucky. But uh, I do have a lot of the early season stuff with me. I'm excited about putting that stuff to use. So go out and, and, and check out ScreeGear.com. I think you'll like what you'll find. And it's also super affordable. So um, check that out. Uh, also check out TetheredNation.com for all your saddle. Ugh, that was a bad burp. For all your saddle hunting needs. And uh, I think you'll like that. If you haven't heard of Tethered Nation, you should know about Tethered Nation. Just if you're interested in getting into saddle hunting, if you've heard about it maybe, and you're not too sure, check out Tethered Nation on YouTube. Uh, they have tons of tutorials. You can see a lot of their products, and you can also see a lot of it in use in the woods. So um, I think that's going to be about it. Um, yeah, check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, at Southern Ground Hunting, and on YouTube. Uh, it's Southern Ground Hunting there. Uh, I've got some new videos up from uh, the past couple of weeks. Like I told you guys, uh, last week, me and Drew did a podcast together, and um, we're going to be, during deer season, just because it's tough to nail down guests and all that stuff, we're going to be doing every other week will be me and Drew recapping our past two weeks of hunting, and uh, I think we've got a really exciting episode for you guys next week. We're going to break down a, a hunt that I had in Alabama on public land where I killed my second buck of the season, and it was it was a lot of fun. But if you don't want to wait that long, check it out on YouTube. There's a video there i just released it this past weekend and uh, i think you'll like that it was a fun trip uh fun hunt and um yeah so anyways let's get into this episode with guys from kentucky deer camp all right everybody welcome back to the southern ground hunting podcast i'm joined by a group of buddies and we are in kentucky you want to say where we're at clayton nope <laughs> we're at uh, a deer camp Hunting public land in Kentucky. I haven't actually got to hunt. I just got in tonight. But these guys have been hunting all weekend. And uh, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So we will start with, to my right. Go ahead. What's up, boys and girls? Clayton Bond. Bahan. Ban. Bahan. Mr. Bond. Bahan. It always gets messed up. Clayton, where are you from? Well, I live in the upstate of South Carolina. Okay. Greenville precisely kill a lot of deer out there working on it working so no um <laughs> how many how many uh you've been sending me a lot of like trail camera pictures of some big bucks i have a lot of big bucks on camera it's not <laughs> so easy to kill them <laughs> have you seen them in person i've seen two seen two of them in person yeah i come really close and then they uh came in and bulldozed my number one spot where i had all these encounters <laughs> What was that? Water. All right. Canned, <laughs> canned water. Canned water. All right, Clayton. Thanks for being on the show. We'll move forward. 
Uh, Adrian Wilson, a.k.a. Big A Sports. What's going on? You sound like the kind of guy that puts your like Instagram handle on the back of your truck or something. On At your, Big A. On your, yeah. on your crotch rocket. No. <laughs> uh, maybe you have heard of Adrian. Adrian, where, where would people have seen you or heard you? Um, mostly seen, though, because I think people would recognize you from a couple videos. Um, I you can name drop here. It's okay. No, I'm just your regular average blue collar dude. Um, I've been uh, in a few with Catman Outdoors. We hunt together quite often out of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, some THP videos here and there, and tethered for sure. So interesting, interesting fact about Adrian. When THP came to Mississippi last year, Adrian killed a hammer slammer out there. That was cool, and I was happy for you. That was luck, but I will take it. You know, hunting the swamps was uh, very different from anything I was used to. Weren't so you in a rickshaw? Or I a was in a little, uh, what's it called? What did you call the thing earlier? I, I, I told you earlier. Uh, the boat? Yeah. yeah uh, P-Row? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, one of those Cajun boats. And yeah. it was tippy as I'll get out. And, uh, yeah, but uh, took a P-Row back there and walked about. 300 yards from there and then had a hidden canoe somewhere else took another boat trip and went to the uh, honey hole and uh did he have those boats locked up they, he, they were locked up under uh he had them chained i mean like they it was legit like <laughs> this dude was money and i'm gonna go back again this january that's awesome all right croft griffin uh i am from also from the upstate south carolina uh, in Greenville. Greenville, so, South Carolina. Yeah, South Kakalaki. All right. Well, Croft, Croft killed a slammer of a buck out here on this trip last year. I did. Like a 150? He, uh, we grossed him at like 145. He had a couple of deductions, but yeah. he was – I got lucky. Biggest deer ever? Yeah, that was my biggest. That and was my first saddle buck. And this is the first day of the trip, right? So I got here on a Wednesday night, and I killed him Thursday morning. Dang. Within like the first two hours of being in the creek. This joker, I I leave last year on Wednesday. Don't you did. I I, yeah. I see I see very little, and I hear about this guy showing up and then just going up killing a hammer. That's just, what happens, dude. I mean, wow. Listen, so it's gonna have the parker tomorrow, right? Yeah, that's what I'm banking on. I'm banking on it. No, nope, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. So, so I'm not gonna allow you, that to happen. When you leave, I'll shoot a big buck. Is that how this? That's works? how it happens. That's how it works with Adam Cruz. Anytime Adam leaves a camp, I usually end up shooting a deer. So, when are you leaving? Uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Parker's like, get probably, gone. Yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. Cold Wednesday. fronts come through Please on Wednesday. Leave tomorrow. Leave Wednesday after the morning. Yeah, leave tomorrow if you can. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. If if I kill a slammer tomorrow, it's gonna be adios. Just well, gonna, no, not should, tomorrow. I'll, 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 I'll have to sleep it off. For Tuesday morning, yeah. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. All right, so Croft, thanks again for coming on the yeah, show. absolutely. Excited to have you. All right. And I'm Justin Holland from the big city of Atlanta. Um, not much deer hunting there. That's not what YouTube told me. Well, yeah. YouTube there, told there, me that Atlanta is some of the best deer hunting in the nation. There, there are some giants there, but uh, it's frowned upon in a lot of areas. Yeah, so tell me about that. You, you kind of mentioned – a little bit uh, that like people like people watch like Seek One or whatever and think mm-hmm. it's just going to be like oh I got access I mean, all what, over the place. What those guys do is very impressive, but the more impressive part is getting permission to even go there because I mean people refer to those deer as their pets, so you are potentially killing their pets. So it's very very frowned upon in a lot of the areas. Have you ever killed somebody's pet before? Not in the city. <laughs> wow. Okay. Not the no, not the answer that I was expecting. Well, if, we're, if we're referring to pets as deer, yes, I've killed he, killed he, pets. He's originally from South Carolina. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, where I come from in the great state of Alabama, if a dog comes in and gets in your garbage, people are known to kill them. Oh, I don't. I'm I'm, I'm a dog lover, so. So you yeah. would never do that. Nah. If you have a if you have a pet snake, though, we're. We'll be in business. That's like, that's like your wife. That's like your wife saying, "Would you ever cheat on me?" No, I wouldn't tell you about it. Like, <laughs> no, I've never shot a pet in the in the city for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if we're referring to deer as pets, okay, I got you. So, so you're telling me that like people have like no hunting signs posted uh, um, on, their, on their mailbox. On like, their mailbox, word gets out of hot areas with 
a really big deer. Basically, back in the, I believe it was the 70s, they stocked the Chattahoochee uh, River down there with a lot of deer from Texas and Wisconsin, I'm pretty sure. Um, so just genetics and zero hunting pressure. Their only worries is cars, and they just munch out on flowers all day and get to their full potential of that's awesome. eight, nine years old. So. Insane. That's crazy. I, I lived in Atlanta for a little bit, and the deer hunting is really good. There's a lot of deer around the area. I think Georgia is one of those states that people don't really think about being like a great whitetail state, and the biggest deer on my wall came from Georgia. Um, it Ernie killed a toad. Ernie from Tether killed a toad last year. He um, killed a was that in Georgia? City, in Atlanta? Yeah, I think that was a that was an the, urban hunt. Yeah, correct? The, yeah is there a lot of public land? Like there's a lot of public land in Georgia. But what about like in in the city? So, so there's metro, no public land in the so, city. So <laughs> well, like, like, around, like in the, in the I live area. I live in Atlanta, and it's a fifty five to an hour an hour drive to get to the closest public that you okay. can hunt. Not pressured, is it? Oh yeah. I mean, you imagine a city of five million people. Every everybody that has an interest in hunting is going to these these public. Is all that bow only, or is it? Is no, it... no. There there are a few smaller places that are archery only, but the majority of them. Um, it's very very strange. This is how they keep the deer numbers, though. They close it before it even gets really good. Like early October, they they close them down. So. Mm. Great deer, just very little opportunity unless you have one pattern to to kill one. So yeah, I've got a I've had a, I've got a friend out there that hunts. Just the mountains up there can be really good hunting. Like mm-hmm. up at what's the national forest? Ch- uh, Chattahoochee National Forest. Chattahoochee National Forest. I hunted there last year um, for a little bit. The deer mm-hmm. signs incredible. Lots of bears in that area. Um, there's a lot of public in North Georgia. Like mm-hmm. if you look at Onyx and look at North Georgia, you will see mostly shaded green. Like it's just crazy how much public is out there. I've, I was really surprised when I went there. And then the further you go south, I mean, there's still a lot of public out there, but it just – that northern part of the state, man. And the crazy – the awesome thing about it is if you have a little bit of willingness to work, like you can get in those mountains and be up into some pretty awesome pretty awesome deer and, hunting. And you can't kill does out there. Um, I saw a statistic or heard it on a podcast this uh, – Phone survival rate's very low because it's, I mean, you've hunted there. There's there's lots of black bears there, mm-hmm. so it's a crazy number. In the habitat, there's not much uh, diversity, so they don't have, I don't know what they what they call that when a phone, um, there's a, a scientific term they use, I guess, to, for the phones to survive, so they don't have any, basically they need a lot of transition areas to survive, yeah. so yeah. phone recruitment's like really low. It was like one out of Nine survive. Dang, I haven't heard that, but that's that's yeah. pretty insane. There's a lot of bears though too. I mean, like people underestimate Georgia and how many bears are in North Georgia. I guess I didn't think about a bear that's eating a And the the crazy the crazy thing is about Georgia. When you buy your tag, you just get a bear tag. When you buy your deer tag, it's like a big game license. You get a bear tag. Hmm. So if you, but what I from what I understand from my friend Jonah. Um, I got another friend that lives there named Austin. They don't hardly kill the bears because they're just such a pain to get out. They just kind of coexist with and they, them. They have to be above 75 pounds. Yeah. And it's like you can't kill a, a sow if she has cubs. Right. Um, oh, a, they're heavy. Yeah. I just, you, you how do you know a, about you that? Killed a, you killed, you killed a, bear a bear recently? How yeah. was that? Yeah. I shot one, um, golly, what, a month ago in Asheville, North yeah. Carolina, Carolina with Timber Ninja. Um, it went like 70 yards, but it was straight down a ravine and it was 200 ish pounds and it was all we could do to just drag it up. Dang. We didn't, we didn't get it there. Was that a male or female? It was a female. It was okay. a sow. Gotcha. Um, and I mean, it was, it was exciting. I mean, it's the first time I'd done something, something like that, but like so heavy. Did you do the was, death moan that you hear? I didn't hear it. You know, everybody asked me that I, I did not. Did not hear it at all. Um, I shot him or her 17 yards, um, uh, hit the heart, and you probably saw the blood trail. I guess. Oh I, yeah. I posted. I mean, it was yeah. it was just a highway and just pumping it out. Yeah, yeah. And but just like <laughs> I'm out of shape. Jay, Jason Red's a beast. You know, he. I, I felt he like I, I felt like I was like holding him back. I was like, dude. 
you can have it. But no, we can, like it, we were both like we had like just the the I don't know what you call it the uh, handle deer drags and or, um, and just pulling that like that the bear. gloves like the gloves with the no it, it's like uh, your your ski handle like if okay. you're you, you know with, on a rope pipe or whatever yeah, yeah. It, but it, there's a name for it there's something something deer whatever and then we we put around its neck and we were both pulling that thing out and it was, it was, it were, was you, were you there to bear hunt or deer both both yeah the, you have, the, you have the, to buy a bear tag in north carolina <laughs> I, I don't remember what i had to buy actually yeah, i mean yeah. to be correct i had both you know what i needed yeah, but yeah. but i'm pretty sure i had to buy both is is to my recollection uh so i, I was there on thursday we hunted uh friday rained saturday hunted sunday and then bear season opened up that monday morning and and i was able to, to get one that morning that's so, cool yeah that's um, really neat I've, I've wanted to do that when i went to when i went to florida last year i hunted florida and i had a encounter with a big bear and i'd never seen one before in the wild yeah, yeah. And she came in, her and a cub came in. You can't kill them in Florida. The laws are crazy. Like, they're overrun with bears in the Ocala National Forest is wow. where I was at. There's bears all over that place. And you, they won't let you kill them. Be it, like, it, it's, Florida is just not like a. Yeah. Well, I, w- I was asked by, you know, after that, by quite a few people, you know, what's, what's that like, your first time bear hunting? is You know, how's that compared to, to whitetail hunting and whatnot? I mean, my main focus, if I killed a whitetail when I was there, that was going to be a bonus because I was there to, to actually bear hunt. Um, it was exciting because I'd never done it. Like, yeah. it, it's still a rush, right? Anytime you draw back your bow, it's, oh, a, yeah. it, it's a rush. A but, coyote, anything. Yeah, anything. I mean, daggum squirrel. Yeah. Catman does that all the time. I would. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm Broadheads are too expensive. I'm, I'm a cheap. Um, but uh, my, my thought was this. I enjoyed it. I would do it again. But after, I mean, and you can say this about deer hunting too, you know, it, put, drawing back and shooting it is easy. It's the hard, the hard part comes after. Um, dragging that, that stinking bear up the ridge was such a pain in the rear. Like I, is it I, like you're trying to grab hair and it's like, well, well we had those, it was just so heavy and, but it was just dead weight, obviously, <laughs> it's but just so what's, heavy. what's that process? Like what's so like you have your process when, for what you do when you deer hunt, but like when you're going bear hunting, what do you, how, how do you go about that? So like, do, you, do you set out bait or? Well, and that's the thing. So this is all a new experience for me. Um, you're on public land. It was private land. Okay. J- Jason Red, Timber Ninja's land. Uh, okay. He has like 150 acres that butts up to a, a bear sanctuary. He doesn't really bear hunt a whole lot. Like that's not like he's a whitetail hunter. You know, he's yeah. known for going in deep and and mountain hunting and stuff like that. And I'm gonna tell you, mountain hunting is no joke. Like yeah, for sure. so much respect for those guys. I've never really. Um, I mean, I feel like I've climbed some some mountains before, but this was nothing. Uh, that was nothing compared to what I did there when we were we were whitetail hunting. Like like we're going uphill, and I'm looking ahead at him. Like, are we are we done? Like, is is this not good? Because I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I think I think really I saw good. a deer a, a track right here, bro. <laughs> and, and he's I, like, you no, know we're, what? that oak that that white oak's dropping. We'll, so, we'll so, just set up here. So, but for the bear, what what he has done, so you can uh, use dogs there and you can bait in North Carolina. Um, but what he's done is he, he puts out cameras and, and on his oak trees because the bear, and I, this was new to me, um, they're eating the, the oaks just like the deer are. Okay. I've, been told, I've been told by Georgia guys that um, the – Bear and deer, they'll, they'll coexist, but not really. Like the the bear will run, the, run the deer, deer off because yeah. so, they they eat the same stuff. So that and that's what happened. So when we were deer hunting, we we actually deer hunted mostly on some uh, public land, but we went to his uh, place to to deer hunt a little bit and and check out where I was going to be bear hunting. So I was somewhat familiar with where I was going to be, and uh, we had cam- like I said, we had cameras out, and there's a 300 pound bear in there easy like it was a big son of a gun and uh so going in there i've I mean, just being in middle tennessee i've never had a fear of being in the woods that something's going to happen to me or you know unless it's a freak accident or whatever 
And uh, he, he drops me off that, that Monday morning and I'm walking in there and I'm not thinking much about it. And, um, I get to the area. I mean, it's dark. You, you guys know, you know, when, when you're going in the woods it, 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 and there's no light whatsoever, it looks totally different. So, but I knew I was in the general, general area. Anyway, I look up and there's two eyes looking at me, these green eyes, which I haven't experienced. Uh, and, and that big 300-pound bear was about 50 yards from me when I walked up into the – yeah. Yeah, like the, the, the hair on the back of my neck was just up. And, like, I was, like, texting him. I'm like, dude, I thought these were lights out in the distance. I think these are eyeballs looking at me. I got up a tree as fast as I could. It was not the tree I'd, I'd planned. And, um, anyway, pretty, pretty freaked out. But daylight comes and uh, – that 300-pound bear is still there. And that bear is laying there on the ground just shoveling acorns in its mouth. Just like just some slob you see on some kind of meme. I imagine like Yogi the Bear like just <laughs> – Oh, yeah, yeah. Like just – Scooping up picnic baskets. <laughs> no, it's like literally acorns. imagine somebody laying on their belly kind of on their side just taking their claws and just, just swooping food shoveling. and just shoveling in their mouth. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, my goodness. It never left. Like that bear is 50 yards – Actually, it's closer at that point. It's probably like thirty-five yards. Like it was, it was in bow range. Like it would have been a longer shot, but it was in bow range. But I, I, I didn't have a clear shot. And the bear I shot actually came in. The bigger bear ran it off, and then it came back within five ten minutes, and uh, circled the whole finger I was on, and just within seventeen yards, and I, I put an arrow through it. It was exciting, as all, and that's the point of this whole thing. It was super exciting, but at the end of the day, I didn't care if I went and killed a bear the next day or not. But if yeah. I kill a big, big whitetail, I'm still ready to go the next day. Yeah. Well, let's, let's go. Let's go get one. You know. Yeah. That's I, that's the excite. It's a different excitement, but I can go whitetail hunting every day. Yeah, I, I've had I've had situations like that last year. I did a like a hog hunt with a knife and dogs. And I was, like, really jacked up. I was like, this is going to be awesome. Well, when I did it, I killed one within, I mean, honestly, like 30 minutes of us being out there. The dogs got one bait and went up and stabbed it. And it was just like, yeah. Kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, I don't think I want to do that anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. it was fun. It was an experience. It was it was an experience stabbing something. Like, that was. How was that? It was scary. Like, not scary. It wasn't scary. It was like. I think the the word that I used in uh, I did a podcast about it with my dad where we kind of go over my thought process with it. Um, it was just barbaric, yeah. you know. Like when you feel a knife go into something that is flesh, that's not like it, it's just it's just weird, man. And then the, like the blood's like spraying out, like it, it's getting all over you, and you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Not not that I care about blood. I don't care about that. Like it doesn't bother me or anything. It's, it's kind just of yeah. It's just like. I think everybody, so I will say this. I think, I think people need to go out and do it and like understand when you, when you blow an arrow through an animal, it's the same thing that's happening, but you, you have just a deeper connection to it whenever you do something like that. Sure. It's connected to you. Yeah. Like, like literally connected to you, you know? And so like when you actually see what's going on and you watch the life leave it, it it's just a it's an experience, man. I, and I I know people have different opinions on it. My opinion is that pigs suck, and for farmers, and they. You're the man to your right killed a pig about a month and a half ago, two months ago. Yeah, that oh, was you, my first one. You killed a pig. Yeah, that was my first one ever. I shot it at about seven or eight yards on the ground with a bow. In South Carolina. Yeah, I was going into deer hunt, and uh, I didn't know this. I yeah, didn't yeah, I was getting into deer hunt, out and you know. We're, we're probably like you where they're everywhere and uh walked way back into this piece of public and got to the spot where i was gonna hunt and i was looking for sign and i really wouldn't see anything and then i realized i was standing on a, like a just a beat down trail and right about that time i looked up and i was i was like all right well i'm i'm on an absolute deer highway where i was expecting there to be a deer highway or some kind of highway and uh Right about that time, I heard I was looking for a tree to climb, and I heard leaves crunching, and I'm like, "Oh hell, here they, here they, here something comes!" Right, 
And uh, so I knocked an arrow really quick and went ahead and clipped my release on. And all of a sudden I catch movement coming over the, the top of the ridge that I was on. And I was like, what is that? I grew up in Missouri. We didn't have we didn't have pigs when I grew up. They're apparently there now. Yeah, they're there, but you can't hunt them, right? Is that on public? You can't hunt. I pigs? think that may be new. They yeah, weird, I think they, weird, they realize the, there's some sort of like uh, they think they can more efficiently kill them in other means. I think mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm they, not an expert yeah. on it. That's what they've said. Haven't lived there in a while, but anyway, I, you know, it's, it's obviously in South in the South and in South Carolina specifically, you know, that I'm in tune with. You know, it's kill them. Come one, come all, just shoot them whenever you want, uh, that sort of thing. So anyway, I, uh, I I got ready, and these pigs are on the trail that I'm standing on coming directly at me. And, like, I don't know a whole lot about, about hogs in general, but, like, you hear these stories about them, like, charging people and going nuts. And I'm like, oh, hell, here it comes. So it was it was, like, five or six of them, probably in, like, the 80 to 120-pound range. And I mean, they're like, they have no clue I'm there. Wind's in my face and they're coming over this ridge 30 yards away from me. And I'm like, wow, they're going to run me over. So I went ahead and drew and they're just on this trail walking straight at me. And, uh, the, the lead one gets like seven or eight yards away and sees me standing there at full draw, uh, and just stop, just stops on a dime and had no, no idea what I was stops on a dime and the one behind it like basically ran into it and turned broadside and right when it turned broadside, I let it fly. And, and it's incredible how tough those things are. The one I shot was probably like an 80 pounder. It wasn't huge. Right. And, um, I mean, I'm shooting a relatively heavy arrow about 560 grains with about 220 grains up front. And I mean, my, my arrow penetrated, uh, basically, just up to the fletching uh big cut on contact fixed blade and that thing made a noise like no animal i've ever shot when that arrow hit it just (laughs) (laughs) wow for about 30 or 40 seconds just going nuts can you not do that again (laughs) we all have headphones on oh gotcha so i don't have it on (laughs) yeah you're not wearing um yeah so (laughs) my bad you need to be aware so put your headphones on Next time you make a pig squeal, you there can. There we go. Oh, I just got a, just got a deer now. picture. Oh, let's see it. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what kind of deer you got. Clayton has the Tacticam Reveal cell camera. Awesome camera. That's, that's I've heard they're great. Greg told me they're really slow. good. Yeah, I bought, I bought, I yeah I've been a big fan. I don't like it. It doesn't work. You're what? My spot point is 15 days old, and it, I've been on the Do you have the cell link? Service. Or no, the just actual, like an actual cell like camera? Like a micro Micro, yes. Yeah. The, the reveal's where it's at. Damn coyote. Daggummit. Shooter. Is that here? Definitely a shooter. Yeah, it's here. Okay. So, um, so, so anyway, you- I shoot this pig, and it squeals for about a minute, and I ask myself the age-old question, is my hunt over? <laughs> Did you post it on Facebook forums? <laughs> then I hey saw... Guys, then just I- shot a hog. Is my hunt over? <laughs> then then yeah, I took one step towards it, and I saw a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Is that real? Did that really happen? No. Okay. Dang no. it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So then uh, I climbed a tree and didn't see any deer because uh, I heard a pig scream for a, a very long time. So my dad actually killed two hogs last week uh, in Texas. His properties eat up with hogs, like eat up with hogs. Um, and they're, they're, they're a problem. I mean, isn't that, isn't that much of Texas though? Yeah. Yeah. My dad's in East Texas. His property, he's got 20 acres and, you could pretty well go out there any given time and kill a hog if you wanted to, um, especially if he's got corn in his feeders and it's all feeding all right. And, dude, the hogs, they'll come in there, man, and, like, his whole property is just rooted up. I From think, the time you step onto it till, I mean, for the whole property, it's just eat up with hog rooting and stuff. I think Texas is like South Carolina. You can shoot as many as you want. Oh, yeah, you can shoot them at night. Yeah, yeah shoot them um, So when I used to work for uh, Rugged Suppressors, and the owners of the company would go out to Texas, mm-hmm. and they would go shoot hogs. And do they do it like thermal? Yeah, they had thermals, imaging scopes, um, and they stuff. They took a couple um, deer um, trips like that too, where they use thermals at night. They just overrun for deer. Yeah, like on MLD properties and stuff. So I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, um, but yeah, they would, they would go out and just slay. 
That's crazy. So Texas has some interesting laws. So you can hunt axis deer at night. You can hunt all the exotic animals at night if you wanted to. With thermals? Any way you want, I think, from what I understand. Any, any, like yeah, you can spotlight. Um, you can spotlight hogs. You can spotlight. I mean, there's it's crazy, dude. You can spotlight coyotes. They do, like, big like coyote tournaments and uh, bobcat tournaments where guys will go out in their trucks. They have, like a, like, a scaffolding almost on the back of their truck yeah. with seats. And you've probably seen it on, like, uh, Realtree or something when they're hunting in South Texas. They've got, like... Basically a tripod stand on the top of their truck. Yeah. But guys will go out with their with their spotlights and do like big like coyote tournaments and whoever kills the biggest or most or whatever. Uh, it's pretty crazy the laws that they have in Texas. But I mean, in my opinion, pigs they should. I feel like it should be that way anywhere. Sure. Um, well, just because they're invasive. they're invasive and a lot of our WMAs, especially even in Alabama, like they'll close. They won't let you hunt pigs whenever you want. Um, the national forests and stuff like that. Like you, you can't just go out there now. You can, you can use what, so like if it's squirrel season, Mm -hmm. you can use whatever is legal for squirrels and you can shoot a pig with it, which is dumb. Um, but I mean, I I guess I understand it to a point, but is there something always in season? Uh, man, like any small game like that, you could shoot on, shoot a pig. I'm so I think don't, Wow, that is loud. Is that a garage? Yeah. I th- don't don't mark my word, but I believe on national forest land, you can hunt them year round with whatever you want. That's but on the WMAs, on the WMAs, you have to. It has to be something in season. Now the national forest where I live doesn't have a lot of ho- hogs on the actual national forest. It's all the hogs are mostly in the WMA area. So. Um, but it is what it is. I like pig hunting. Pig hunting's fun. Um, they seem to, so I was in a hunt club, uh, in Joanna, South Carolina and, uh, Clayton was there with me, but we had, we had a couple of years where we just randomly had hogs show up and then it was like, and they'd leave. Yeah. Like, does the water pigs. level fl- like fluctuate a lot or anything? Like do there creeks was a creek get... bottom, but like it, unless it rained a whole lot, no. Um, yeah. I never really another one of those waters. Yeah, can, canned <laughs> waters. Canned waters. Are you drinking sparkling water again? Did you yeah. Did you LaCroix. notice that the the bottom would rise up at that property? The what? Clayton's just texting. He's yeah. not even paying attention to the podcast. Okay, well, he didn't really. From what I remember, here. no, the, the water level pretty much just stayed the same, unless it was like we had like a big, big rain. Yeah. Um, but we did have hogs there for several years. Um, it wasn't overrun. There were no, there were a few here and there, but we didn't come, we they, didn't they bait. Just came and, and went. It's interesting to me how some ho- like in some areas they will completely overrun. And then in some areas like where I'm at in Alabama, the hogs do not overrun the property. Like they and they don't really spread. It's a slow spread. It's not like super fast, but they can they're sexually mature at like 4 year, 4 months old. Um, and they can have like four litters or something like that. It, it's crazy a year. Like they're, it's it's pretty nuts. It, it's fun, but um, it's not questions. deer hunting. I'll tell you that it's not deer hunting to me. I'm like you, Adrian. I can wake up every morning and say I want to kill a whitetail today. And I'm not even a morning person, but that's that's my my jam. Like I I'll get up for that. For I'm sure. I'm that way. If if you told me like, hey Parker, all you can shoot this week is does. I would be up every morning trying to shoot does. Like I just like to hunt deer. Um, secrets don't make friends, guys. Um, so, uh, so let's talk about deer. Let's talk about deer. Clayton, I want to talk about deer. I think you, uh, you kind of put this whole trip together. Is that right? Is that kind of like your, your deal? Like you, you've been doing this trip out here for a while. How many guys do we have in camp? It's varied. I think it's going to fluctuate between like 11 and 13, 11 and 10 13. to 13, something like that. Through yeah. the week. Um, yeah. Two guys have already killed bucks. We've got two on the ground, one doe on the ground. Scott killed a doe this, yeah. this evening. Strapped um, it to his backpack, and it, it wasn't tiny. His X2. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. I, I mean, I'm not sponsored by Everly You should stock, be. But I've sold a lot I would of lo- I, w- I would love to know <laughs> how many Everly stock packs have been sold because of you. So I, I actually went at ATA. I went to the Everly stock booth. And those guys are so clueless. They're just like, uh, like a bunch of Westies. You know, they they have no idea about saddle hunting. Like, so they said 
that they got a lot of calls all, all of a sudden last year for you. I think you were with me, weren't you? Yeah. When we went there and they were like, <laughs> man, we got a lot of calls all of a sudden for a saddle pack. And we we're like a saddle were, pack. Well, like, they were using your YouTube video. And yeah, well they, they promoted the YouTube video, but they didn't tell me about it. They quoted me in like a mass email or something. Um, and so we went to their booth and they were like, we, we didn't even know what saddle hunting. Like we were like horse saddles. Like all of our packs are great <laughs> for horseback, you know? And, uh, they had no idea. And I was like, yeah, well, I made a YouTube video and they're like, Oh, okay, cool. I was like, well, freaking what the crap guys? Like, come on, give me some cred here. I want to know how many I sold. Well, speaking um, of, speaking of the X2, uh, mine has been getting a workout the last two and a half days uh, that I've, I've been hunting so far. And it's got about a gallon of sweat in the uh in the padding and the shoulder straps and the kidney belt right now oh yeah yeah, yeah. mine smells right what today hit 82 degrees yeah, i think it was 82 yeah, it was today what kind of november wedding of wedding weather in that's a, that's a 2020 november. <laughs> <laughs> it is i mean that is that's a good point that is that a great point, point. It is hot. it's gonna be free it's gonna be freezing cold at the end of this week and yeah. by that it's gonna be in the low 40s yeah yeah I I'm, mean, I'm decked out in this brand new first light solitude and i'm not even gonna get to wear it yeah i brought all of my scree stuff and like it's i just don't like i feel like i'm gonna have like two things that i actually wear this week I'm, like i don't have enough clothing for I've washed clothes twice, and we've been here for two and a half days. Did, did Mark kill his buck in shorts? Uh, I think he had on pants he today. He was in shorts yesterday. Yeah, he was on. He had pants on when for that kill. Thank goodness. That was a nice deer. I mean, it was a, it was a beautiful eleven pointer, um, and that was that was his personal, I think, biggest ever with a bow. Marks, yeah. yeah. Marks, cool. yeah. yeah. Shotgun horns. And- yeah, he's hunted in South Carolina most of his life. I mean, that's a that's a heck of a that'd be a heck of a deer in South Carolina. I mean, Did he score, great, what, great deer what would you say would be like a rough score on it, like one twenty ish? Probably one ten, one fifteen. One fifteen, yeah. yeah. Just that, a, just a beautiful beautiful representation of deer from this area. Yeah, he, it it was a great buck. I was surprised they had it in the back of the truck whenever I pulled up this evening. I was like, wait, did y'all shoot somebody else shoot a buck? Like that was I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, Trey killed a good one last night. Yeah, that was a, um, that was an old deer. Contrary to the belief that Adrian killed that buck, uh, I think no, everybody I on not, Instagram thinks I, Adrian no, killed that he, buck. I, he I said 2020 Kentucky deer camp. I did not. That really him. sounds like you killed that buck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm videoing. I'm videoing the drag. I didn't kill the buck. You know, we, we kind of talked about this That's last night, but I mean, that was you know, first first night in of our second night in, I guess, of deer camp. And, and we kind of talked about the exercise of, of getting, you know, the group of us together to go and get this deer that was in some thick, nasty, about a mile and a half from the road. Um, Adrian and I talked about it while we were out there, just kind of how awesome it was it just, you know, getting together with a bunch of, you know, new friends, old friends, but we all got this same kind of just, just the general love of doing what we're doing and getting out there. And so it, would, that would y'all say that that's out. pretty normal? Like when people kill a buck, is that like for this camp, everybody goes and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah like we, we, we loaded up and, and like, I think there's eight of us out there just, you know, taking turns dragging that, that joker. Yeah. That's so, cool. so I'd actually like to touch on that story of, of, uh, my my buddy Trey um, shooting that deer last night. Um, he and I had actually scouted our way into a new spot and just kept going, getting deeper and deeper. And we were we were kind of going in together and ended up climbing trees about sixty yards apart. So I'm up in the tree and he's sixty yards from me. And he we we decided all right, hey, we we, we shouldn't push any further. This is where we need to be. And basically at that point we split up and we're going to go about 50 yards apart. He took five more steps and jumped a doe that was bedded five yards from the tree that he climbed. And we think that it was potentially a hot doe. Um, so within 45 minutes of climbing up into the tree, he had like three bucks walk by him 50 yards from me. I didn't see a one of them. I heard them, uh, but I didn't see them anyway. About 30 minutes before dark, I, I, we had a doe come in behind us and I, and I was watching it in the binoculars and I looked over at Trey to see, I could barely see him up in his tree. And I looked over to see if, uh, if he saw the doe, but when I, when I looked over there, I noticed that his bow wasn't hanging where it had been hanging and that he was holding it and turned around on his saddle platform. And while I'm watching him in the binoculars, he draws his bow and I'm like, 
holy crap, he's about to shoot something. So I'm watching him in the binoculars. You haven't heard this story, have you? No, I don't know any of this. Yeah, so I'm, I'm watching him in the binoculars. He draws his bow, and I hear, meh. <laughs> and I know as far back as we were in there, like, we weren't going to shoot anything unless it was a, a, a solid animal, right? And It was solid. He, yeah, it was solid. We, we know after dragging it out. Yeah, it um, so he goes, meh, and, and r- about two seconds later, I just see – watching the binoculars, I see this green luminoc just streak out of his bow and just disappear to where I couldn't see. And then I just hear, and just hear the sound of these lungs just getting popped. That's awesome. And deer takes off running and just hear crashing and tearing and vines getting ripped down. And and then I just hear from a 60 yards away in like this super calm, quiet woods, I just hear, yes! <laughs> <laughs> and so we just basically start yelling at each other back and forth in the tree like, Dude, I can't believe that. I was like, I, I just watched that all go down in binoculars. Dude, this is why you needed to have a camera. Yeah. Oh, it was it was awesome. Cameras are really good for that kind of situation. It, it was incredible. Yeah, um, we're, we're sitting here at the house, and we're getting text messages that uh, uh, Trey's going to be late for supper. And we're like, Trey got mad. What? What? And then everybody, obviously, then everybody's Everyone. texting him at the same time yeah. and calling him, what, what did you get, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, answering his phone as an angry hunter. <laughs> Well, I'll let you know, you know, but I mean, like we're, we're, we were blowing him up and then, but the best part of it, I think, and this is for me is when we're out there, you know, the camaraderie of it all. And then you're sitting there messaging us, let's see it. And we're messaging you back and only giving you bits and pieces. Yeah, you sent me a video of a ball sack and I'm like, okay, thanks guys. Well, he, he, it was a big ball sack. (laughs) So I'll tell you what happened. I'm I'm sitting in my, wait, wait. The deer's ball sack, let's just to clarify. Yeah, I don't know what y'all's ball sacks look like, but um, I'm sure by the end of this trip, I'll have at least seen one. So, <laughs> wow. Not, yeah. Like, we, since while you were telling that if story. If you wanted me to leave tomorrow, you're pushing the right buttons, brother. Greg, Greg was walking around earlier pretty close. Yeah, he was. He yeah. just marked out the window. Yeah, Mark out the window while you were telling that story. He's like rubbing his nipple in the window. That, that um, Greg Godfrey guy, though, you got to watch it. He, I think he's gay. I'm pretty yeah, sure this is a good chance. I'm no. I I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so don't you work for him? No speaking. <laughs> no hablo. So um that's cool, man. That's that's a, so what happened, we were we were sending messages back and forth, and Scott was actually sent me a message showing the deer. And but it was on Marco Polo and it like right when you get to the head. He's like He's like, it has like a freaking like one of those like foil blankets on it or something. Heat blanket. <laughs> Heat blanket. I did, yeah. And he's like, all right, now time for the big reveal. And he starts like moving it back on the butt end of the deer. And then the service Trey, is like, Trey message got interrupted. He's it like, message interrupted. And I was like, really? So we, we had to le- actually, we drugged the deer about 100 yards uh, through just the nastiest stuff imaginable. Creek. Yeah, we and drug it through a creek. yeah, and creek. and yeah, so creek. Trey and I were were way back there, and it was like we're not going to be able to get this thing out with all of our stuff. Like we just have to leave it here and get the crew and come back. So we've had actually a couple a couple deer over the years just get straight up devoured by coyotes within like an hour or two of shooting them, and so I started carrying a space blanket in my pack just for that purpose so we ended up covering the deer with a space blanket the uh the deer in mississippi that i shot last year um we took some of our clothing that we were wearing like we had some jackets on yeah and we laid it on that deer and came back and actually pulled it out the next morning where just we to could kind see. of try to deter the well and, and that's the the guy that i was with was like this this is what i do because it's a great it, idea evening hunt because it has your scent on it yeah um and nothing nothing touched it a la you saw my velvet deer. Yeah, it was it was done that night. Yeah, I heard that coyotes at night. Yeah, I, I saw a coyote yesterday morning. Actually, I thought it was a wolf. It was huge, and it was it was very black. That was a black coyote. Yeah. Are the black ones bigger? This one was. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Why are y'all laughing? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Anyway. 
Um, <laughs> so, um, that was an awkward statement. How do we? How do we? How do we? Anyways. Um, so anyway, then I we hike. I don't even know where to go. From then here. we. I'll, I'll go ahead and move on. I'm a crappy podcast host. <laughs> I don't know where to go. Then we. Uh, so so we walked out and and waited up at the trucks for the rest of the crew to get there and. Uh, was it four, five of you guys showed up? Five, five additional? Four additional? Yeah. Five? Yeah. Something like that? And we needed everybody because everybody was gassed by the time we, yeah. we drug, drug that thing out. And we had the options of a deer cart or a sled, a jet sled. And we went with the jet sled because all the briars and everything. It worked well. And it, 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 did, the, it did the job. I mean, we, great, we, yeah. we pulled it through uh, a foot-deep creek with the deer in it a good ways. And then we're pulling it over rocks pine needles leaves and then through a bunch of brambles and briars and there was times where it cut the path through with a like machete really oh yeah you're a mile and a half you said yeah a mile was, and a half deep yeah i'll tell you what man like we there's were, just we were in some deep thick nasty my legs hurt this morning timba so this this public land that how, we're hunting is how deep in the timber were you very far in the timba real what's timba? what was that timba timba um this public land is getting significantly more pressure than we've ever seen before and to find the deer i mean we we literally just kind of went back to our southern hunting roots and went to the thickest nastiest stuff we could find and, and found a, a, a good bit of deer sign right on the edge and he ended up shooting the deer and i don't i don't know how he got through the opening he did um but shot it about 20 yards into the thick um, oh now now you're telling me there's deer sign you you just made me believe that you just Picked a random spot in the woods. Would it be a you're good holding spot? out. Okay. <laughs> you're putting words okay. in my mouth. Is this a spot, okay. Clayton, that you're going to go back to this week if you don't kill another deer or kill a, a deer? Potentially. There was a hot doe in there. Um, so there were a bunch of bucks that came through. I mean, it was it was high 70s, you know, and we're, think, we're drenched in sweat thinking, you know, we were here last year and it was 20 degrees on the same day. Uh, last year and thinking we're not going to get into anything, but I think that just goes to show you November's November. Um, I've at never, least here. I've, <laughs> I've never really, I've experienced really good rut in Alabama compared for, for Alabama. Yeah. Um, I've experienced rut in Texas on like deer feeders and stuff when I was younger. Um, but I've never gotten to experience a rut like is out here, like in Kentucky, big deer, like we're in big deer central, um, it's just, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to the whole experience. I'll tell you what though, I'm looking forward to more is not having to drag a deer out by myself because yep. I just drug a buck out last week. Um, and for the guys listening to this, like I told you, me and Drew are going to be, uh, doing a, um, a podcast on it next, next week, kind of talking, recapping our, our last two weeks. But, um, I drug a buck out last week i guess it was was it wednesday it was wednesday whenever i sent y'all that message mm-hmm. um and it was a half a mile drag but it was by myself that sucks and it's steeper hills and stuff than there are out here and it it sucks like physically it sucks but it also sucks whenever you're just having to like like i would stop and take breaks just to text people because it feels like there's people around to enjoy the moment with you sure. but whenever you're doing that with a group of guys and you're actually dragging like some of the best memories i have are dragging deer out with my dad and so like i don't have a whole lot of friends like there in alabama that hunt the same way that i do that we hunt together like that just really isn't a thing that we do but it's a whole lot more fun whenever you do have somebody there and so i'm looking forward to having some of those some of those times good memories and stuff with dudes at deer camp and uh hopefully dragging out a bunch of bucks this week i think it's going to be a lot of fun yeah it was, it was really neat it kind of as this as this group this year is the biggest the biggest group we've ever had out here and kind of as it as it as it matured over the summer and kind of more people more and more people got added to the list the one thing I get I kept telling all these guys that didn't know each other was like get ready because there's some characters that are going to be in camp and we're going to have a good time even if we don't kill a deer yeah just because of the guys that are going to be here and I mean I, I think that's something that everybody should experience is is this atmosphere um, and getting to share those, you know, share those moments with people that feel the same way about it that you do. It's pretty, In a place where you special. can legitimately have, you know, 150 come by you at any given moment. You know, just out so, of out of left so, field too. So the deer hunting is great, and the camaraderie is great. Like, I'm just I'm excited about the week. Like I said, I just got here this this evening, um, so I haven't actually got to hunt, but um, 
Tell me, tell me, Clay. We're gonna go around the room real quick. Nobody at this table so far has killed a deer on this trip, so I want to go around the go around the table and, as a closing statement, tell me your plan for killing a buck this week. Clayton, we'll start with you. All right. So, um, basically, the, I'm, I'm using these first few few days to just gather as much intel as I can. Um, I was out here scouting about three weeks ago and, and hung a couple cameras um, that I've been getting getting feedback on. And I think I've only hunted – I don't think I've hunted any of the spots where I've had a camera yet, and that's kind of by design. I'm bouncing around, trying to f- cut the hottest sign and and just gather the intel that I'm getting from actually being in a tree. And then when we get some cooler temperatures here towards the end of the week, um, really key in on those those – hot spots where I've got the best sign, um, and seen the best movement, um, to really understand where one, where the caliber of deer is that I want to, that I want to take. And then two, um, you know, have the best chance of of doing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Adrian, um, get lucky. I'll take, hold on. Good Lord. Did y'all see the buck that Garrett Prawl killed tonight? Monster. Yeah. Yeah. Monster. Holy frick. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. My gosh. The hammer. The bass, he's a hammer. For sure. Um, he, he shot that off the ground. Off the ground? Yep. Mm-hmm. With his wife. Dang. Behind, sitting behind a blowdown. Yeah. That yeah. had to have been super, Where, super exhilarating. Yeah, Wisconsin. Right? Yeah. Look at that. Look at that smile. I don't think I've ever seen Garrett smile like that. I'd smile like that, too. Yeah, I'd smile. <laughs> Y'all don't want to know what I would do. I would be posting pictures of that deer every day for the rest of my life. I believe that. That deer has. I do believe that. I shot a small seven point last week, and I'm like posting a picture of it every every day. I just know the last post was like, "This is my last one." Um, my, yeah, I'll take luck, but, uh, so I, we, I got here yesterday and I've hunted, I've had three sits in all in different spots. I've yet to see a deer. Um, I've been on some sign and this, this evening, actually, I was on some really fresh sign. I was shocked that I didn't see anything, but, um, I mean, that's part of it. Uh, kind of sounds like the guys here at camp, you're either, uh, in with a hot doe. And that seems to be what the the well we've got two dead bucks due to that you know uh, with the rut going on so um, I'm gonna hook up with my man Croft here tomorrow morning we're gonna go in virtually the same area where a hot doe was for sure tonight and uh, hopefully some she's still in there or the scent is uh, because there was a parade of bucks going through there today so. Um, Pretty good chance tomorrow Croft's going to kill a hammer, and then I'm going to follow his lead and, and kill Croft, him. Croft has seen some big bucks, too, so that's – Yeah, that's a good segue. Hey, this, <laughs> I'm just I, – okay, I, I lied. I'm just going to hunt with Croft the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad idea. I'm just going to film for Croft and then, like, let him shoot one, and then we're going to stay in the tree, and I'll shoot the next one. There you go. That sound good? Hey, come on. Double. The tree that I put my stuff in tonight was we're going to make it happen in the morning. I'm so, Adrian's going to get lucky. Croft? Uh, yes. So, I'm kind of waiting on the, the cold snap to come through as well to hunt my number one spot. Um, my my killing spot last year, I've got a even bigger buck than what I killed last year on camera. Um, I've got a couple daylight pictures of him. Um but I'm, I'm waiting for the cold snap to, to come through uh, maybe Wednesday, Thursday time time frame to try and get back there. Um, I don't want to blow that spot out. I've hunted it once. Um, sorry, twice. Um, but my, my plan is just, just kind of go where I have uh, in years past and, and seen shooter bucks. Um, I saw two shooter bucks tonight heading back in there in the morning. Uh, picked up a killing tree, and uh, we're going to make it happen. That's kind of my plan. I think uh, you're going to. I can't wait to get that text I, in the I morning. I feel very, very confident. Um, confident level is very high right now. So That's good. I hope that stays. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, Hopefully around 8 o'clock tomorrow, you're like, ain't no deer here. <laughs> he comes walking up. There you go. And, that, and that's how it was kind of tonight. Um, 
I, I had seen some or heard some heard some bucks grunting. Um, saw two two good shooters and uh, like I say, I'm just I'm gonna get back there in the morning and, and hopefully just make it happen. That's you know that that makes my confidence level just boost. Thank um, you. Seeing you know shooter bucks that you know anytime that's. And that makes my confidence level high too. That's why I'm taking <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, what so, you we'll got? So my plan is uh, I came up and scouted with me and Croft did about a month ago, and uh, this this warm front obviously this time of year you're usually getting winds out of the north. Now we're getting out of the south. So my scouting uh, didn't didn't really pan out because I can't hunt a lot of the areas I scouted due to access. Um, but my my main strategy is getting downwind of bedding areas, known bedding areas. From the, I've been up. This is my third year hunting here. Place I've seen deer in the past where I know does bed and those bucks will cruise down the the uh, downwind side downwind side of those bedding areas. And so hopefully catch a cruising buck. And the same with these ridge systems up here. Just sit on the leeward side. Um, cruising bucks coming by. I've had some in the past look unfortunately i haven't had an opportunity to shoot one um I, I botched the opportunity i had two years ago but um that's been a strategy that's worked well same same way croft kill just bucks cruising these ridge systems yeah. um so it's gonna happen for you man you're here yeah yeah year number three it's your year. that's about the well i think everyone now on the original trip that's been up here is killed now mark that Mars kill y'all are the original guys to, to come up, so everyone's got a a good buck on the ground. So sweet, yeah. Parker. What's your strategy going in without having laid boots on ground at all uh, and never having hunted this piece before? What are you gonna do? So my strategy is uh, tomorrow. I'm gonna spend most of the day scouting. Um, I'll probably try to hunt. I don't know. I keep going back and forth wherever I'm trying to just go in blind in the morning, and then get out at nine and scout or something like that i mean I, I just don't really know but i feel like i would get a little more i would probably be a little more familiar with the area just by driving the roads um in in the daylight you know and so i want to do that first light scout pressure see how many guys are here see if there's people in the areas that i have been really looking for there is some water access and so i'm i'm wanting to do some of that i brought my kayak so i'm going to do that and uh, I'd like to just kind of zip zip through. Adrian, you going to bed? I'm out. Night night, honey. I gotta get my beauty sleep. All right. For my lucky hunt tomorrow with Mr. Croft. <laughs> so um, yeah. so I'm gonna do that. I think tomorrow I'll be here till Saturday. So uh, tomorrow's Monday. Be here till Saturday. I got plenty of time. Um, but I also have a, I have a, a lot of luck going in blind in the past. You know, not necessarily in Kentucky. I haven't had a lot of luck in Kentucky just in general, but, um, going in blind has been a very good thing for me. Here's the other thing is the place that we're hunting is a lot more, uh, similar to what I hunt back home. It's hills, haulers, some steep stuff. And I tend to be a little bit better at hunting that kind of stuff. And so I'm not going to get too far away from what I do at home. Um, I feel like here, what I will find, especially in the rut, is if I will go in, if I even if I go in blind to an area, if I go in blind the same way that I would go in blind in Alabama, I, I would expect to find a lot of the same stuff, just maybe magnified a little bit more because there's more deer here. And so my strategy really it has been coming here. Um, I've wanted to come here for a while because I feel like I would be a little more effective here than in other parts of Kentucky that are more farmland and ag and stuff like that where i'm just not at flat land i'm just not great at that i don't i'm not used to it and so i think my chances here are going to be a little bit better than they have been in other places and so i'm not going to get too far away from my roots like i'm gonna i'm gonna hunt the way that i know how to hunt and i think it'll i think it'll be a little more effective here than any other part of kentucky so that's kind of my plan going into it scout hunt like i would at home um and kill kill a booner. That's that's my plan. Time will tell. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if it's not a booner, I'll probably still shoot it. <laughs> Actually, not probably. I will definitely still shoot it. If a buck like Marks walks out in front of me, I'm shooting that buck, and I'm driving down to Tennessee for the rest of the week. And uh, well, I'm gonna stay here still. But 
I'm going to drive down to Tennessee and hunt some WMAs in Tennessee and because uh, I got two buck tags there. So if I could kill some bucks, plural, this year, this week, then it's a win. Trey skinned out three already, and uh, he's, he's he's anxious and willing to – More than willing to, to help. Knock out a few more. Is Trey just a good skinner? He's skinned more deer than probably all of us sitting at this table Heck combined. Yeah. Yeah. I need I need some people like that in my life. He's good at it. Sweet. Really Chew good. chip. Yeah. Chew, Chew chip. chip. Chew chip. It means deer spirit. Is that really what it means? Yeah. That's, that's, he's, he's Native American. That's Is he it. really? He's 23 of me. He came back 99% Native American. Not not really, but okay. kid's a, a born killer with a I'd bow and say arrow He's, he's a white man if I've ever seen a white man. Yeah. He's, he's, he kills. Yeah. He's a killer. That's awesome. Well, guys, thanks for coming on. Enjoyed it. It's going to be a good week. Yeah, it's going to be a great week. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about hanging out with y'all and spending some time at deer camp and killing big bucks. Let's get it. Let's do it. And All hopefully right. it gets colder. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, anyways, we'll wrap this thing right up. Remember, if you're going to be in the woods, which I know – I hope a lot of you guys are going to be in the woods right now. It's November. It's the rut in a lot of places except where I live in Alabama. Um, Remember this, that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So, uh, Clayton, you know what's next? Exercise dominion. Yep. Go out and exercise it. Choo-choo.